Hey, what's up, everybody? Yours truly back in the space, back in the place. Once again, Mickey Smith Jr., you know what time it is. We call it See the Sound, the podcast that delves in a little bit deeper. It looks at those things, the parts that no one sees, the parts that no one knows, the work that does no way show is what we call the sound. Now, when I'm talking about the sound, I'm not talking about the audible. I'm not talking about that sound we can hear, but I'm talking about the internal sound, the significance that we all bring to whatever platform and stage we may mount. Now, you may have a stage as a mu- musical artist, but your stage may also be a boardroom. It may be a living room, but whatever room you in you make it a life room because our sound makes the difference and that's what's so exciting about this podcast because we're reaching out to individuals artists professionals who have that sound who have that ability to resonate with others in a meaningful and powerful way they literally become the difference for others and today's guest is definitely uniquely that sound adult that sound individual that's making a measurable impact not just at her school not just in her community, but even nationwide, statewide. I am so delighted to have Louisiana Teacher of the Year and a, and a host of other things we're going to unpack as we go through the the, the, the podcast today. I want to welcome to our See the Sound family, Miss Annalise Cesar Tedesco. Welcome, Annalise. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad to have you on See the Sound. Oh, Mickey, it is my absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's a delight. And look, for those that are listening, you're going to find out today we're in for a special treat. And look, look, as always, stay tuned. On the other side of this sound, you will see the sound. And we are back. Once again, it's the podcast, See the Sound. So glad that you're here, wherever you may be and however you may be. We're so glad that you're with us today. Once again, my name is Mickey Smith Jr. But today, we're putting the spotlight on an an incredible individual artist, uh, musician, teacher, uh, just extraordinary individual and that I've been fortunate to uh, not only meet, but get to call friend. And uh, our paths have crossed on numerous occasions, but this is the first time we've had a chance to really sit down and chop it up, so to speak. Uh, and I figured it'd be so great to be able to do this on the podcast today. So, Annalise, welcome, welcome, welcome to the See the Sound podcast. We're so glad to have you today. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. And I'm feeling better to be here with you, Mickey. I hear that. Look, look, for those that don't know, you know, we're both educators. It's at the end of the day. Okay, so look, you're going to get the, it's the raw, it's the real today, y'all. Unfiltered, uncut, because let's just be honest, after a full day of teaching, uh, you know, you give so much. You give so much in this thing called teaching. Folks that that haven't been in the classroom, they don't really understand that it's not it's not it's not a it's not just a job or a vocation. Somebody told me a while back they said it's a work of art. I said, "No, nah, it's a work of heart." Like like you give so much of yourself and and I see so much of that um in 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 all that you've done and you feel that heart when you meet. Uh the first time I met you, I was like, "Yeah, She's significant because your energy, your sound just resonates and it speaks. Talk to our, our, our audience today a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, we're going to unpack the resume. It's phenomenal, y'all. I'm just saying teacher of the year. Go And look, and music educator teacher of the year. I mean, that's that's like that's that's phenomenal. Then on top of that, uh, you're doing some cr- uh, incredible things in your community. But even beyond the community, uh, something that's close to my heart, you've been named the Teach Ma'am Ambassador, Teach Music, Art, and Movement by uh, First Lady Donna Bell Edwards. And um, it's been it's been an amazing journey um, watching you over the last few years. But can you just kind of unpack for our audience a little bit about yourself? How did you get here to this point? Sure. I have I have been fortunate to to love 
performing since I was really young. I remember I was in third grade and my uh, third grade teacher called my dad and said, um, Mr. Kassar, I think your daughter needs to be in choir. And uh, I am so thankful to Miss Irwin. Thank you, Miss Vicki Irwin, if you're out there listening. Uh, she is, I think, part of the major connection of how the path began. And, um, you know, I've just been so fortunate to be able to sing and dance and act in various school community groups and then uh, collegiately at Loyola, New Orleans, and yeah. then to, to work professionally, you know, in the greater community. And um, I couldn't be more thrilled to get to share that love and truly help the next generation develop into a literate, capable, I mean, capacity filled next generation of performing artists. And what's really special to me is we're not just teaching performing, but we are teaching how to perform on the stage of life. You know, the skills that we are learning here are beyond incredible and apply so many places. You know, the world is a better place and a more beautiful place because of the art that we are sharing, but it is a more capacity filled place in every way because of the experiences that students get when they're in an arts program. That's so good. That's, that's good. just me. Oh yeah. And do you think, do you think? I'm trying to get the lights to come back on. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. It's all good. I, I got the motion sensor one at, at my school. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that that is so powerful to hear you speak about that. And anybody that's listening right now, don't you understand why she was selected as teacher of the year? You know, it's, it's more than our ability to teach, but it's also our ability to reach. It's more than our ability to just instruct, but also to inspire. And that inspiration and that ability to reach and engage isn't just in the four walls of the classroom. Uh, and we're seeing it now, like your ability to articulate what this thing means to you. That's what's needed now, now more than ever, because there's a lot of folks that think teaching is one thing, but they don't really have an idea of the fullness of it. And I love, I love the, the phrase, you need to coin that one, hashtag capacity filled individuals, because I do think that that's our, our, our role and our job is to fill them and let them discover their capacity. And matter of fact, in the process, aren't we expanding capacities too? Like we're expanding it because they don't even realize who they can be until they have that sound adult in their, in their lives. So, um, you know, in, in, in your case, talk to me a little bit about, uh, your program there in, 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 and what that feels like. If I, if I walk in right now, I'm in St. Bernard Parish and look, somebody's like Parish, come on. We in the Bayou state, we in Louisiana. We do it a little different down there. We right outside New Orleans. We got the food, we got the folks and we're having a good time, but then we make our way over to Chalmette high. Okay. What do we, what do you think we feel when we walk into that room in, in into your classroom? Oh, it is a very special place. Um, the first thing that I think people feel when they come here is truly a sense of family. Um, you know, literally, uh, my family is this program. Um, my, my mother and father were both career educators and my father is the cultural arts director of St. Bernard Parish. Wow. And my sister and I, who I'll talk about in a minute, we are products of this public school system and we are products of the arts programs that my dad created. And that's really special to me that to is. talk about. Really <laughs> special. And um, the, the, we have now, of course, joined the, the family business, so to speak. We're both educators. My sister teaches theater and I teach music. 
We are the music theater program wow. uh, of, of Shamit High School. And we have a curricular program during the school year. And I say curricular, we have a co-curricular program, honestly, uh, during the school year. And then we have a special summer intensive um, that's devoted to acceleration in the performing arts it's called the Performing Arts Academy. And that happens in the month of June. And we'll, we'll get into that in a little yeah. bit. But um, here, you know, our goals are, we are family and we want to share that sense of family with our kids. You know, our kids come from all different kinds of places. And people with good family at home, I think are always ready to have more good family at school. Mm -hmm. But then you got kids who maybe don't have as much family at home. And what a blessing it is to be able to share our love with each other, with them, and to um, to help fill in the gap when that gap exists. Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, I think when we build those kind of relationships with kids, they're more prepared to receive that capacity coaching that we're talking about. You know, let's let's work on, now that we've gotten step one taken care of, if you didn't have it taken care of already, now let's move on to the content. Now let's deal with how can we, how can we grow and, um, and I think people are more ready to receive and grow when they know they're welcomed. So um, that I hope is what people feel when they come into our classroom. And of course, then the rigor, the let's learn to read music, let's learn about Shakespeare, let's learn the history, let's study historic dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, let, tell me what, now what is historic dancing? What is that, what does that encompass? What does that look like? Did we do some historic dancing today? Oh, I did. Yes, indeed. So um, when M Mickey and I today are working, I don't know when we'll hear this, but we're getting ready for the Battle of New Orleans anniversary celebration here. So uh, we're looking at dances that might have been performed um, around 1815 or thereabouts. And um, of course, today with COVID, we're practicing them outside. Yeah. And um, and our festival is outside, too. So a little bit of cement under the shoes, you know, just gives you some extra resistance. To, I, I, to I'm going to stay tuned to TikTok. I don't, I don't know. Maybe one of these historical dances will make its way to TikTok. It'll it'll go viral. We never know. We never know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just just listening to you so much about about the the relationship element. It's so key. It's so key. I think a lot of times we we get so. You know, we, we're so passionate a lot of times. And when I say we, there's so many people that listen to this right now. There are some folks that are educators, some folks that may not be a, a, a teacher per se, but they have an appreciation, a fondness, and, you know, they advocate for it and, 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 and they, 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 they definitely want to support it. And they may listen to this. You know, it's always, it's always important to remember that teachers come in all shapes and sizes and all backgrounds. And, uh, but one thing is, uh, I find that most everybody that got into teaching is because they had a heart for some element of the content uh you know and 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 that's important but if you don't have the heart for the person either then the subject matter falls short i i, I think that our job is to show students that they matter more than the subject matter and that relationship element is so critical I think that's modern day teaching. You know, a lot of folks like, oh, that's fluffy and that's that's that uh, that stuff on the fringes. No, no, no. I think modern day teaching is relationship based teaching. And if you don't believe that, then think about how you felt when we were in the midst of COVID and we lacked that ability to be relational. We lacked that ability to have that connection. Um, you know, and it always amazes me uh, not to 
put anybody on blast, but look, we just we just talking right now. It, it's there's such an irony um, in in my eyes sometimes that musicians can sometimes be the main folks who put the subject matter above the child. They put they put the instruction before the individual when in fact we came from an art form that is built on synergy, that is built on ensemble, that is built on togetherness. I've played a lot of gigs and I'm, I'll be honest with you, the gigs I was most well received on, the gigs I got paid the most for, were generally the gigs where I was associated with more people. I've never walked onto a stage unaccompanied with a saxophone by myself and expect high tier payment or high tier experience. But when I take that saxophone and I have it, uh, you know, in su supported by a keyboard or bass or drums or a singer, now ensemble is built and the quality of it is then improved. It's increased. And I think the same is true with our instruction. We may have a lot of content and individual knowledge, but at the end of the day, as folks always say, kids don't really care how much you know until they know first how much you care and just hearing you speak about how that is a integral part that's a cornerstone of your program i i don't think it's any coincidence that somebody who was recognized as a top educator puts that as a primary objective puts that as a priority so i'm gonna ask you this you know i've always found that there's really not a lot of things that happen by happenstance when you look at successful people and i'll go ahead and toot your horn for you <laughs> you successful. I mean, for, as far as education goes, I can say it. It's my podcast. You are incredibly successful, but that success has come a result has come as a result of you prioritizing certain things because we all work with the same twelve notes. So, how did this come about? What do you What do you give credit to for helping you have this perspective of understanding that relationship is key? That the individual has to come before the instruction and that the element of family is not just uh, an optional or an additional, but it's an essential element to this experience. I couldn't agree with you more. It's, I mean, you just right on Mickey. And I think for me, you know, I was so fortunate to have good teachers. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, I mean, almost everywhere I went, from, from the time I was very young till my collegiate experience, I met teacher after professor, after adult who, who invested in me, who cared about me in that way. And I also wanna give a little credit to my mom and dad. You know, I had my mom in algebra two and my dad um, just, I mean, has been really a mentor to me in my arts business life my entire life and um you know they not only cared about me as their child but i saw them care about all the kids that they came in contact with in the same way you know mm -hmm. they said this is how you're i mean they didn't have to, have to say it this is how they were right this is how you are a teacher this is how you are a human you care about the person on the other side of the desk and you know what they're going through today and what makes them special you bother to look for what they do well in spite of all these other things that might be glaring at you saying well we're struggling with this today you know it's it's um i was just surrounded by that 
in my first teachers, my mom and dad, and in the teachers that, you know, nurtured me all the way up through the ropes. And I, so I was so fortunate to come by it naturally. And, um, and that's just a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. That absolutely is. I mean, and, and what a, you know, what a unique story. What a unique story. And, 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 and I know as you, as you continue down your journey, um, you will continue to get more and more opportunities to share, to advocate. Um, you know, and I, I, I'm definitely in no position to, to tell anybody what to do, but that never stopped me before. I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. I'm going to say, you know, as you do things, um, you know, not only are you a living embodiment of their legacy, but I think that there is also a responsibility um, with with stages that you have to to share that freely and let people know, let people know that 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 you had individuals that poured into you. It on it brings honor to to those those parents and those sound adults. Matter of fact, I think every child's one sound adult away from yeah. discovering their their success. And none of us are self made. Like we're all the result of someone who poured into us. And I love what you said, you know, for those kids that are a bother, you gotta, you gotta bother to look for what, what's important to them. And, and, and that takes a level of intentionality. You know, you don't, you don't just stumble into it. You have to be very intentional, but that also comes from a level of vision. Look, and at least my wife, I'm, I'm gonna talk about her. She's a teacher as well. She's a literacy oh, teacher, right? So, so like, like, I don't know how, look, I'm gonna be honest. When I first got married, I was a little concerned. And when I say a little, I mean a lot. Okay. Because like, you know, when you dating somebody, like it's one way, but then when you get married, like you start noticing stuff. Like I started noticing stuff. Like before we went to bed, she was watching like HLN, like the homicide thing. She was watching Dateline. She was oh, wow. watching like, like all the, the, the mystery stuff. And I'm like, like, what is this? Why are you watching? Like, like I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm like, should I sleep with one eye open? But that was her thing. Like, she likes the guy on Dateline. Like, he has that, like, creepy voice. She's like, it's soothing. I'm like, no, my man is creepy, right? But <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying that because she would, she would watch that all the time. And one of the shows she enjoyed most was Law & Order. She hadn't watched Law & Order in a minute. But, like, she would, she would watch that a lot. And I remember on Law & Order, they would always talk about the Vic. They say the victim. The Vic. The Vic. They, that was the abbreviation for it. And over time, that always resonates in my head because I really believe that in order for us to be what we need to be for them, we got to be the Vic. But I don't mean the victim. I mean, you have to have a level of vision mm -hmm. for what it is you want. You know, we know about benchmarks and standards, but I think personally, we have to know where our line is and who we are. And, and I say the line, the definition. The definition of what we bring and who we are and and who we can be for these young people and it has to be clear so that they can catch that vision and run with it because from the vision comes a level of intentionality if you show me somebody that's intentional about what they're doing i can always harken back to their vision see i'm looking even in your room and we talk right now there is nothing is in there just strung out in any kind of way there is a level of intention. And I know that comes from a place of vision because from vision comes intentionality and from intentionality comes consistency. You can't be consistent with what you're not intentional about and you can't be intentional about what you haven't perceived, the vision, see the sound. So, so I think that VIC allows us to go from being a victim to a victor. And there may be educators that are listening today uh, that, that are in a place right now where it's frustrating. They're like, what are the steps? How do I step out of this? And I always tell folks, harken back to your VIC, your V-I-C. But I want to ask you today, when it when we talk about vision, 
What does that mean to you? You know, as if, if I was a young teacher coming up or if I was just a teacher of any of any stage and, and I came to you, what are your thoughts on having a vision for your classroom? Is it important? Uh, matter of fact, maybe not even for your classroom, maybe as personally, where does where does vision start for you? How, how does that look to you? Yeah, well, this might be a little bit of a long story, but I'll try to give you the abbreviated version. You know, I came to the the realization uh, when I was in high school myself that I wanted to be perceived positively and taken seriously and, you know, wanted my level of ability and commitment and like what I had to offer. I wanted it to be valued by people. And, um, and I wanted to be perceived as a professional who could contribute, right? And I, when I teach, I think about how do I help kids grow beyond where they see themselves, right? I want them to get past where they think they can be and start dreaming so much bigger, right? You're not limited by what you see. You need to see beyond that. And, and you know, if you think about that being your guidance, your guiding force, like, well, they might need to know this one, right? You might need to know this. You could be a part of this kind of project, right? I tell them sometimes when you are in charge, you might need to know this one day. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, just again, having that vision for them as leaders, for them past where they see themselves, right? If their goal is here, it's like, well, let's just imagine for a minute. Could it be here? Could it be out there? Could you be, you know? And um, I think that that's helpful for teachers. And once, once your vision is focused on helping a kid grow, then that tells you what your classroom needs to look like, right? What you want for your kids is what you need for your classroom. Mm. And um, oh, look, say, say that again for the folks in the back, what you want for your kid. Wait, say, say that again. What you want for your kids is what you need for your classroom. Come on, that's what I'm talking about. That'll preach right there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And I think that, um, you know, I think for me, not only has that been useful, right? Um, or inspirational or helping in, you know, growing of success, you were so kind to say, but um, it is, it rejuvenates me. Mm -hmm. You know, the relationship that I have with the children that I teach, um, children, young adults, yeah. the, 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 the humans, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all those kids, you know, it is, it reignites my own fire. You know, mm -hmm. it picks me up when I'm tired, right? I may not want to get to, I may not want to get up and go to school, but the moment, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. The moment that I get here and I re-engage with them, I am fed. You know, they pour into me just like I pour into them. And that is beyond special. Yeah. It really is. And, um, and I think everybody is blessed because of it. Everybody grows, everybody receives, everybody learns. You know, I learn from them just like they learn from me. Mm -hmm. and, I and, and they learn from each other and I learn from my colleagues. You know, it's, let's hope we're not finished. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope we're not finished, right? Right? I don't think, I don't think any of us are done. So um, when you have those kinds of ideas, you know, at your core and um, 
bubbling around and creating excitement and energy, then any job um, can be, I think, more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to take a minute on that any job thing for a minute. You know, Mickey, you were talking about how you know, important it is for people to acknowledge the people that have poured into them, right? And I just want to speak for a minute to our listeners who aren't teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, I had great parents and great teachers. I said that already. And a great sister and, you know, network. And But I think about the people outside of school, the community members, the stakeholders who interacted with us, with me, who took a minute to say, you know, little girl, you seem like you have potential. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you a little bit about my life and about what this part of my job is. You know, and those people were some of the most instrumental role models of my life. And, um, and I think that's important for people yeah. to remember, no matter what kind of parents a kid has, sometimes we don't want to hear what our parents have to say, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, teachers can be in the same boat every now and then. I mean, you know, I believe many kids really do love their parents and their teachers, but but for those community stakeholders out there, you all are so special, That's good. so invaluable to, to the kids, to the next generation. So know that you are an essential member of this team. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, <laughs> see, I told you, I told you, America. I told you, world, this was gonna be a good one. I'm telling you, not scripted. This is her heart. And, and I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, it's so important that we understand who's behind the podium. It's so important that we understand that who's behind the desk, who's in front of our children is just as important as the content that they're teaching. The content of their character is the thing that opens up the door to this opportunity called learning. I always believe that you know trust is where it all starts. From trust comes relationship. From relationship comes influence. And then from influence comes instruction. But you can't put the instruction before the individual. You can't put it before the trust. So listening to your heart right now, even taking a moment to recognize those individuals that may be outside of what we do, that's you you are literally embodying what you said earlier. It's not about, oh, I'm here, I'm a teacher for teachers. No, I'm a human for humanity. I'm here for all. And really, music should be for all. And as a result, we should be for all. I think it's it's so important, so critical that we that we have that. I, I'm 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 kind of camping out on that because so many people right now are struggling. They're struggling with how do I make it one more day? How do I, you know, I I I I used to love this thing called teaching. I think I love this thing called teaching. I'm I I I loved my life, you know, I, I love my wife, but man, I don't, I, oh man, I'm struggling this, this with everything that's going on. How do I get that fire back? How do I get that flame back? And I can't help but think of a guy, I would have never been bold enough to say this, but th- this guy was at a professional development and he like called out these people years ago. He say, some of y'all talking about y'all burn out, but I'm trying to figure out when y'all was ever on fire. And I was like, ouch, <laughs> ouch. But you'd have had to understand the content in the context of what he was saying that in, there were some folks, I guess, that needed to be kind of shaken and awakened, you know, and, 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 and help them see again for the first time, so to speak, what, what, what they got into and why they got into it. And you spoke so eloquently on that, 
importance of finding your why. And and I'm stopping right now because a lot of times you go to these conferences and people like find your why and it's like, yeah, and then you get in the parking lot and was like, well, how how the heck do I do that? How do you exactly do you find the why? But you you explained it so well. It's it's a matter of perspective and purpose. It's a matter of where you put your vision and who you're doing this for. The why is oftentimes the who and it's the what. That's the things that bring to light the why. And and and, and that gives you the purpose. That's the thing that you're talking about that bubbles that bubbles inside and kind of wakes us up again and, and and keeps us going. I believe that your purpose is what fuels you and it keeps you it keeps you going. Um, so so you know for you you're doing so much, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's great you're doing so much. I mean you're teaching full time, right? You know you 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 have a you know family you got social life you know you have these responsibilities that 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 come from being an adult right and all that all that good stuff being adultish right right we're doing we're doing all that stuff and then on top of that you're you're serving as an ambassador you know being named louisiana teacher of the year and you know always laugh you know when you get that teacher of the year um you know uh recognition you're like yeah it's great and then they hand you the packet well that's old school they used to hand you the packet they they email you the packet and you're like wow was this was this really a great thing and it's it's so much people don't realize what goes into that now serving as an ambassador for teach teach ma'am music art and movement uh and then you were speaking earlier and i definitely want to give you that grace to to talk about um your summer program that you do as well but how do you how do you personally find a level of balance how do you how do you make it because because i'm be honest you walk in your, your your classroom it looks beautiful how did you do it i'm gonna be honest mine i left today i'm gonna be honest it was a mess i gotta get there early tomorrow to clean it up how you doing it how do you make it happen you know um that could be a really complicated answer but <laughs> the simple answer i'm sure is god's grace that's it <laughs> god's grace alone i um i don't know how else <laughs> I'm making it honestly, but, um, you know, you're so kind. It's, I, uh, I joke sometimes with my sister, uh, my colleague and friend, and, uh, I say, you know, well, we wouldn't want to be bored, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, <wouldn't be> bored. <laughs> we might be busy, but who wants to be bored anyway? Um, yeah, I, I think that, I don't know how to answer the question. I'm honestly. But you know, that's what that's what I love. And people people need to hear that because a lot of times we see the accolades, we see all the trappings, and we're like, oh, that person is just one of them other humans. Like they they the meta human. They not they're not real. But hearing you, you make me smile and you make my heart smile right now because it is one of those things that that oftentimes we'll look at a situation and my grandmother used to say, Oh, how I got over. That was an old, old spiritual, old song. How how we made it over. And you talk about that grace. But if you could talk to me about what, you know, there may be folks that listen, they've heard that before. But what do you mean when you talk about grace? Because a lot of times I tell educators, give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Give those around you grace. But what does that really mean? You know, because for somebody like yourself, you have so many things going on. You got all these irons on the fire. We all do right now. And it's so easy for us to beat ourselves up. I always say that it's not always the enemy that does the most damage. Sometimes it's the inner me. We can hurt ourselves more than anybody else. So what does that mean to give yourself grace? Because I love it. She was like, I don't know how I'm doing this. <laughs> you know, I don't. this might sound cliche, 
But I think that if you consider the idea of prioritizing, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean, oh, let's be all technical and put it on the calendar and, you know, but, but it's like, all right, I've got all this going on. And the next thing that I'm doing is meeting with Mickey Smith Jr. So everything else is just going to stop for a minute yeah. and wait, you know, I did everything that I could until this next thing. And then I have to do that and I can't do anything else right now. So I am, I'm going to pause for a minute and stop worrying yeah. about all the other stuff. And I'm going to enjoy this moment. That's good. And uh, I'm going to pretend like there isn't a pile of books under the piano that you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to pretend that I don't have five emails and not for the sake of being, um, not for the sake. Uh, We're not to procrastinate or anything yeah, like that. Not to procrastinate or live in a dream world, but to allow yourself yeah. the opportunity to, to enjoy the good that comes out of this moment. Yeah. You know, and, and, and maybe even to enjoy an intensity component of some things, right? Like sometimes in our line of work, I think especially there can be stress coupled with joy, right? A performance can be stressful and joyful. Um, a theater, you know, a theater can be intense while also yielding great emotional release. Um, teaching in any environment can be both fulfillment and stressful, mm-hmm. right? But um, if you allow yourself to, to take in both halves of that and say, all right, this is what we're doing right now. I'm going to enjoy the fact that I can handle this and I'm going to enjoy the good that's coming out of this. And, and, and after this is over, then I'm going to go on to the next thing that has to happen. And, and that is part of how I make this work. Um, and I am very fortunate. I can't say it enough in my colleagues. And, you know, I think that's worth talking about a little bit too, Mickey. You know, when people have their own classroom, sometimes they start to feel like they're the only one on the ship. Mm-hmm. And I could not do what I do alone. That's good. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> I've told people, I really don't feel like this should be the me of the year. It should be the we of the come year. On, come on, say that again. Say that again for me. Not the me of the year. It is the we of the year. My partner in crime, my little sister, <laughs> who is the artistic director of our program. You know, I just can't sing her praises enough. She has such vision and capacity. When I forget to answer an email, she's the one that reminds yeah, me I got to yeah. do it. You know, it's we. When I run out of energy, she is there to help pick me up and deal with uh, with what I feel like I can't anymore. And I do the same for her. And, you know, we are just two of a small team and people can say, oh, well, it's easy in your world. You're music, she's theater, you are music theater. It's like, well, yeah, but you can do it in algebra one, two, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, an English person and a history person working together on stuff that they love, you know, I mean, I know it can sound real like technical, fan, fan, whatever about education stuff when we're looking at cross-curricular, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's teamwork at the end of the day is something that we teach and something we expect. Why not do some of it ourselves? You know, combine your classes for two weeks as long as COVID protocols oh, wow. don't yeah. prohibit it. 
you know, and work on a unit together. Um, meet up at lunch and, you know, go to somebody's lunch duty with them that you're yeah. not called to and, and help share that burden and get a little bit of enjoyment out of the experience mm. too. You know, like I, I, I wouldn't be here without my colleagues. It, they elevate me and I elevate them emotionally, academically, artistically, like the whole, the whole picture. And, um, and I just, I think that, I think that needs to be a priority for us that we remember we're on the same team and we come together as a team. And when we do that, we are strengthened as educators, as people. And when we do that, our kids benefit too. Mm -hmm. You know, our kids benefit. They get double the expertise from two experts and they get to see two adults interacting in a positive, mature way. You know, we need that kind of teaching too, right? We need role models in every every aspect of being human, every aspect of performing on the stage of life needs, needs some, some, some expert performers to lead the way. So um, I think, I think that's really important. And I think, again, if we talk about how do you make it through, how do you, how do you find the joy again? How do you rekindle your fire? I mean, how do you, how do you get through this crazy world where we're navigating through? I think not going in, alone is important. That's it. I always like to say in my class, you know, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about we, that life is better when we band together. Right. I always like to tell the kids, you can't even say the word band without the word. And like, like it's, it's, it's a collective, but you, you, you broke grace down in such a powerful, powerful way. Uh, this is, this is so good. There's some, I'm going to be honest. Somebody literally just stopped listening and got up and left. And that's good because they were like, I need, I need to, I need to find somebody to connect with. And that's the message we need in this season. You know, I'm hearing from you. It's about prioritizing. It's about not just prioritizing, but pausing and partnering, prioritizing, uh, pausing and partnering. That's the big takeaways I took. And I think that's so important that we do prioritize. We understand that as, as, as conductors and, and leaders, when we do our score study and we're rehearsing, there's certain priorities. We understand that, you know, you can't tune bad tone, right? So you gotta, you gotta get the tone right. You know, the timing, there's, there's all the things on the adjudication sheet that are what? Priorities, right? And I think in our lives, we have to give ourselves our own adjudication sheet and ask ourselves, what are those elements that are non-negotiable? You know, not just essential, but non-negotiable. And those become the priorities that help us progress from our potential to our promise, that help us persevere, that help us keep on going. It's not rocket science, but it is definitely, <laughs> it's definitely important. And like you said about the pause, I think that's critical too. And for those that, that may not, you know, that may not understand what we're saying, Somebody said, Mickey, you said pause, but you talk about keep on going. But it's not what you think. In music, there's sound and there's silence. There's notes and there's rest. There's, in essence, a quote unquote pause, but that doesn't mean the song has stopped. Mm -hmm. It's just an opportunity for us to, to take in and digest what has been given to us melodically or harmonically. And it's, it's an opportunity for one group to play and another group to receive, whether it's the audience or different sections. That pause is so essential, but it's also tied to that priority and the partnership. I mean, like we said before, 
nothing is done alone. Nothing worth anything is done by any one person, but it's a collection of all of us together. Um, I really believe that all we can really leave in this thing called life is what we believe. And that's what I'm hearing from you time and time again, whether it's mom and dad or those community members or your colleagues, all we can really leave in this thing called life is what we believe. So we're giving them something more than the music. We're giving them something that lasts even after the music stops. Our actions and our deeds ultimately come like a, a seed that we're planting. So, so, so as I'm talking to you, I'm reminded again that our, our worth, our treasure is not just for us. It's not for our pleasure, but success has had victory is won when together we overcome. And that's what we're doing with this beautiful, beautiful art form called teaching. See, I thought I was going to say music. Teaching is the art form. It's the art form. And I have to say, you are an artist like none other. Just hearing you, I've never been in your classroom, but I feel like I've been in your classroom today. Class is in session. The teacher's in town, y'all. She brought us to school today. And I told you, I told you, I told you, see the sound that that you would hear something today. And I know that just from sitting here today, you know, whether you're driving in your car, whether you're in your living room, whether you're in your classroom, it's all about adding value. And the words that were given today were absolute value adders. Mickey, how can you say that? Because it added value to me. After a long day of teaching today, there were so many things that you said that were powerful reminders of, oh, yeah, that's why we do it. Yeah, we need to get back to that. I'm going to be honest. I'm about to go low-key bug somebody tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming to your classroom. You coming to mine. I'm just low-key kidnapping somebody tomorrow because you're right. There's so much energy in synergy. There's such a power in partnership. Um, and we forget that. I used to co-teach with a young man. Uh, his name is Kyle Cook. He is. He was my... I guess you could say student teacher. He was a student teacher that was under me for many years. Uh, then went on to be a, uh, for many years, went on to be the assistant director there. And now, you know, as I left, he he was able to step right into that role. But I tell you, it's, it's something so significant. Listening to you reminded me how beautiful it was to be able to share that classroom space with another gifted individual who had a heart and, a, and, a, and just a, a passion for young people. Um, I miss that now because now I'm I'm teaching by myself, so to speak, but I don't have to listening to your words. I'm reminded today that I'm only a few footsteps away from making that connection that'll help me make it through some of these difficult times. So I just wanna say thank you, but watch, we're not done. We're not done. Anybody who's been a listener of this podcast knows because they were probably like, wait a minute, Mickey, you can't cut her off the hook, so to speak. We're not letting you off the hook. There is a great tradition. We put all our guests on the hot seat. We call it the sound check. And Lisa, you ready for you ready for the, the sound check? I'm ready. She's, she don't even know what it is, but I like it. I love your spirit. She's like, I have no idea, but I'm ready. That's trust. I appreciate the trust. Look, look, guys, look, we're almost we're almost to the end, but we're not quite there yet. Stay tuned. Hang tight. On the other side of this sound check, we'll be right back. Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two one two. And we are back. It is that time. You know what time it is. Anybody that's been listening knows that this is what we call the sound check. Now look, Annalise, the sound check is not what you think necessarily. Each and every day, I make a personal commitment to ask myself. How can I be sound today? And the sound is a promise I keep to myself. I believe that our success is simply the result of the promises we keep, the culmination of all the promises we keep and make with ourselves each and every day. And 
life as a result is really just the result of small things done well, stacked on top of each other over time. It's not one big thing. It's all those little things that come together. Yeah, I would even say it's almost like a, uh, a mosaic, a mosaic, so to speak, a collection of all these little moments. So, so for me, sound is an acronym. So today, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Every letter in the word sound is a short phrase that embodies something. Here's the crazy part. I'm going to be honest. We could probably just forego the sound check because ironically, everything you talked about today, it tied in. Like one of them, like the S, you low-key almost said it today. I was like, has she been low-key hacking the podcast? Has she has she broken into the computer? Did she listen to this before we got to it today? I'm just, I'm just, I'm excited today because I think this is gonna be uh just just super fun today. So I'm gonna say a phrase, and if you can give me just a a, a Snapchatable, tweetable, Instagramable, just a little quick response, what that means to you. And uh, and just share with us just a little a little short elevator speech type deal. It would mean so much that little that little sound bite becomes something powerful. Someone can take with them, put in their back pocket, so to speak, and and carry along with them through their day. So, are you up for the challenge? I'm up for the challenge. Okay. You heard it. You heard it, world. She said she's still up for the challenge. Here we go. Here we go. Let's begin. S O U N D. S stands for see yourself beyond yourself. See yourself beyond yourself. When you hear that phrase, what does that mean to you? See beyond limitations that you impose on yourself. Mm -hmm. Go beyond that. That's good. That's good. And I think I think for so many of us, we get so academic. We get so knowledgeable. <laughs> that was, it turns in from K-N to just flat out N-O, right? Oh. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I can't do it. But I'm here today to tell you, yes, we can. And that's so powerful what you said. See beyond basically the limitations that we place for ourselves. We can't control what others do to us, but we definitely can control the limitations we put on ourselves. So seeing yourself beyond yourself. I love that. Literally, no one has ever said that before. Hey, I would expect none, no less from the Louisiana teacher of the year. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I say that with love today. No jest. All love today. So now we got S. We're moving on to O. O stands for operate in optimism and excellence daily. Operate in optimism and excellence. What say you? Oh my goodness. I mean, optimism is where it is, right? It's hope. That's what it is. Mm. You gotta have hope for better than this moment, better than everything that might be bringing you down. Um, operating optimism, find yeah. the hope. That's it. That's good. Hey, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I have taken a new position. Um, it's, it's an incredible, it, it I would have to unpack this story for like an entire podcast because on the surface, an individual may say, well, Mickey, you took a step back because now I'm teaching elementary, but I've never been one of those individuals that think one is greater than the other. They're just, they're just unique and different. Um, but, but as I've done elementary and middle school now, and I'll actually be charged over high school as well too. I'm, I'm the director over all the music, but um, as I've done this, it's become painfully apparent to me that, um, all great levels are not created equal. And that, that that just because you may be successful in one, that doesn't mean that you're knowledgeable in all. So I've had to be a student again. And uh, and I was a little frustrated uh, a, a few days ago because it was like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what I don't know. And 
I was feeling some kind of heartbreak, but I'm here today to tell you that in a moment, heartbreak can turn to hope. And, 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 you, and you made that point. It just reminded me in all that I was feeling, I never lost hope. And the cool thing was that the exact thing that I needed came into my it came into my being it came into my space someone brought exactly what i needed and i'm so glad that i kept that level of optimism up because had i not it would have caused my young people my children's experience to suffer so so you are you remind us all that we are our, our children's best hope each and every day but in order to be that hope we can't lose the hope we have to see everything with that level of hope and optimism so that's that's good again batting a thousand batting a thousand nobody's ever said it quite like this before i ain't just saying this this is good stuff you're blessing me today all right so we got the s we got the o the next one is u u stands for utilize all available resources utilize all available resources what does that mean to you i think to me that comes back to this concept of the power of partnership partnership in your colleagues partnership with stakeholders is beyond school walls, partnering with your kids, right? Look for the opportunity to share the load and cultivate capacity in everybody else. I can't wait for the book. I can't wait. <laughs> my girl, my girl say, she say, I say, how, how do you utilize available resources? She say, you got to make it pop, make it pop. <laughs> The power of partnership. I'm like, man, that that bad boy pops. The power of partnership. I love it. I can see the acronym right now. That is powerful. Look, we're just going to let that one marinate. Like like my grandma used to say, Selah, Selah. We're just going to let that one kind of let that one <laughs> marinate. All right, all right. We're moving on. We're moving on. On fire. In fuego. On fire today. Here we go. We're coming to our next one. N. N stands for nourish relationships nourishing relationships hearing that what does that mean for you you know we just have to remember why we're here you said this you helped me find i think the eloquence in the why is the who mm. and when we think about that the whole reason we're here is the people we're around if we can pour into those relationships, not only will the people around us be encouraged and enriched and grow, we will be too. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's why we're here. We're here for them. We're here for us all. And um, if you're not here for those reasons, you're just alive, but you're not really living. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of that. And I think, I think somebody said, oh, that's deep. It's not really deep. It's, it's just... I think it's real. And I think if anything, COVID was in in a weird way. And I don't say this to, to belittle that experience for anybody or diminish it because I know a lot of people experience pain, but COVID in a strange way was the blessing because it reminded us, you know, it's amazing when something's taken away, how much we long for it. You know, back in the day, they said absence makes the heart grow fonder. Right. And, and it was that absence of relationship that reminded many of us that even if I'm not an extrovert, you know, even if I'm not what I would call a people person, I still need people, maybe to my own degree, maybe in my own way. Relationship is key. Life moves at the speed of relationship, not at the speed of our talent or our gifting, but it moves at the speed of our ability to connect and create community. 
as you said, and and help those capacities expand along the way. So, um, you know, this is this has been so good. You know, somebody said, Mickey, you left off one. Well, no, not really, because the next one is nothing necessarily to interpret, but it's something to do. And D simply stands for don't stop. Keep on going. And I truly believe that when we put a priority on those first four things, it powerfully positions us to be that individual that operates in patience and perseverance and persistence and allows us to go from potential to promise and, and persevere along that pathway, but do so with that level of purpose and passion that allows us to be that powerful, sound adult that the world is needing and waiting on right now. And you are definitely every bit of that sound adult. And, and I know my time has been made better from the time that we spent together. And uh, there's so many little nuggets. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I'm out here, I'm taking notes. I'm like, man, she's, she's just dropping fire today, dropping gems, dropping just diamonds, just great stuff. So uh, this has definitely, definitely uh, benefited and blessed me. And I know for a listener, it's done the same thing. You know, Annalise, I wanna, I wanna just uh, open up an opportunity and invitation for you to share any last thoughts. If there's anything that's that's on your heart, anything that's big coming up, you know, we talked a lot and, 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 and there's so much we can unpack. We're gonna have to have you back. That's all all I can say we got to have a part two part do right I so uh that. please share with us is there anything anything any uh, uh we call it the coda <laughs> we're gonna take it to the coda any closing remarks you want to share well I'm gonna start by um hopefully winning my uh sound check challenge yes I've got a d for you from my own heart as well and I think your don't stop is where we are for me, I articulate that as dream courageously. Ooh. Don't just dream, but find a place to do it courageously. Be bold, have courage, dream courageous dreams. And that is what I will encourage you with, Mickey, because you are certainly a blessing to so many. I've heard you speak so many times and uh, the world needs to hear more of you, my friend. So I am so glad that you are getting to do this today. And that leads into, I guess, the one thing I wanna share with our listeners is that um, if you've liked what you've heard today, I would like to invite you to come and check out something that we're doing in right outside New Orleans at Shawmut High School. I'm hosting uh, a program called Arts Strong. And what this is, is an opportunity to create community. And it's an opportunity to try to help start to provide more access to resources, resources for art education and resources for emotional support. So to try to put it in a nutshell, we're, we're bringing in guests with our live student audience and we've got just incredible people from all kinds of backgrounds and professions and they are sharing their talent and teaching our kids and leading workshops and master classes. But they are also sitting down to a conversation and talking about their journey and helping audiences everywhere learn that, you know, you might feel like you have, you're in isolation and you've got all this emotional distance amid our social distance, right? But you are not the only one on a journey. And not only are you not the only one on a journey, but your journey doesn't have to end in chaos or tumult. You know, so many of our guest artists are sharing how not only are they successful, but they are overcomers mm -hmm. and they are, you know, still, you know, at whatever age they are on a journey to, again, not, I'm not done. I'm not finished. 
I'm still growing. This has been a little of my story. And for all of you out there listening, your story isn't over yet either. And your story not only can have a positive or happy ending, but a happy continuance. Yeah. And uh, and Mickey, I hope that I will have the honor of having you one day on Art oh, Strong. Love to love. Thank oh. you. I would love to. It'd be it'd be yes. it'd be an absolute honor on my part. We're gonna make it happen. It's done. Yeah, it's done. It Good. I love it. <laughs> Stay tuned for a date. And and you can check out uh, these Art Strong series on my website. And I say my website. It's really my and my sisters. It's www.twosistersoneart.com. So again, that's two, T-W-O, sisters, one, O-N-E, art.com. And um, it would just be a privilege to uh, welcome any of your wonderful audience to get to share a little bit of our story. And I'm going to take some tips from today and uh, spice up our, our Art Strong series a little bit too. And just can't wait to have you, Mickey. Wow. Well, I can't wait. It's like I said, it's, it's a done deal. And any opportunity to, to come back home, that's, 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 that's <laughs> just consider it done. Consider it done. And consider us so fortunate, again, to just have this time uh, with you. Uh, dream, what'd you say? Dream con uh, Courageous. courageously. Wow. Yeah. I got, I just I like that one. That one that one staying with me. Yeah, I love yeah, that. It's CHS for Shamed High School because that's where it all started, oh. right? CHS Courageous Dreams. That's Hashtag it. CHS Courageous Dreams. So oh my goodness. I hope that this um I hope that this courageous dream can be shared by many. And let me just encourage all of you out there. We've all been we've we've all we are all on a journey. Mm -hmm. And um I'm so blessed to have so much positive story to share. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and there, there's a, there is a stack of books under the piano. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera is angled a particular way. Yeah. We are all, we all have a lot to our journey. I just posted earlier today on Twitter, you know, to, to please be aware of the bur burdens that you see and the burdens you don't see that people are carrying. But, Again, if we can come together, this power of partnership, you know, remembering why we're here, we're here for each other and for the kids that we teach and, and the people around us. You know, again, you don't have to be a teacher to realize mm -hmm. the why is the who in your family, in your finances, in your in your world. And um, and when that all comes together and you remember you're if you can dream courageously, find a courageous dream and then you'll have that fire back. Man, you know, we can we can close the church doors and turn the lights off at this point. Let let the church say amen. You know what I'm talking about? Like, look, see, if you're I sitting out there right it. now, <laughs> you're sitting out there right now. I know that your your heart is full and your spirit is full and uh, you've got you've got the fuel now to keep on going and to make your next steps, your best steps and hopefully your next sounds, your best sound. So, uh, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for giving us a little bit of your time and definitely your your, your time, your your treasure today. Um, in, in so many ways, it was a benefit. And thank you to our audience for your time today and allowing us that little bit of space in your day to pour into your cup and uh, and to hopefully leave you better than, than, than you found us and we found one another. And I will say this, guys, it is an honor to serve you. It's an honor to be an encourager for you in this season. And I'll say this as well, that this podcast is not just for teachers. 
Oh yeah, it's designed, but it's not exclusive to teachers. It's for all, because at the end of the day, I believe we're all educators. And what is an educator? Someone who simply adds value in a meaningful way. And if you are a parent, if you're a coach, if you're a, uh, just a community member, as we said so earlier, you have an opportunity to add value in a significant way. And that significance is your sound. So do me a favor and remember this, that the world we live in, <laughs> the world we live in, it's just a classroom. And the life we live is simply our class. So do me a favor, make your classroom sound, make your teaching epic. And I promise you, your legacy will be significant. Until next time, keep on going. Your sound will change the world if you do just that. MickeySmithJr.com. See the sound. Can you hear the sound, heartbeat of that motherless child? As we search for love, we all need a warmth of a smile. There's a sound that is so sweet when we hear, child, you belong. So let our words of love flow freely like a river strong and let us Thank you.